We're going to get into the word of the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I'm not going to keep you too long today. Second Kings 7 is where we're going to start today. And we're going to start at verse 1. We're going to read 2. And then you may be seated. I'm waiting because I hear t pages turning. Turn to your neighbor and tell them your page is turning. <laughs> your page is turning. Pastor Amanda, man, there were so many things running through my head when she was speaking. Golly. She's just full of revelation, full of the light. And, and it just, it, it opens up stuff to us that I'm thankful for revelation that opens up revelation. Like, like there's something about it that it's just a truly a ripple effect one drop creates the ripple and so God is doing something uh, in this service today and I just want to uh, reiterate some things that's already truly been conveyed um, but excited about where we are and this has just given us understanding of how we must stand in the hour that we're in you know it's last week I talked about the word that represents the glory, but how many knows the glory can be different depending on what side that we are on. And I said that last week. So I kind of want to follow, follow in line with that as I'm reading this verse. It says that Elisha said, verse 1, Elisha said, hear the word of the Lord. How many knows that it's important that we hear the word of the Lord? Psalms, uh, Psalms uh, 119 tells us that his word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. So not only do we hear the word of the Lord, but the word that we're hearing is revealed and it, and it also ignites. I'm thankful for the revealing in his word and I'm also thankful for the ignition in his word because it ignites, it illuminates, it brings forth a sound, brings forth and illuminates sight. And so the word is so important that we hear his, his voice. Thus says the Lord, and I love this. This is, this is what we all want to hear, right? Tomorrow about this time at 11.32 a.m. A she of fine flour shall be sold for a shekel and two sheaves of barley for a shekel and a gate at the gate of Samaria. Now, after saying that, it's, he's saying, a she of fine flour shall be sold for a shackle and two sheaves of barley for a shackle at the gate of Samaria. In the marketplace, things are about to shift. Things are about to change. And then we see the, the officer now, he's being a little bit sarcastic. He's, he's, he says, uh, on whose hand the king leaned and, and we know that this is a high military official actually serving as an administrative assistant that's what's going on right here and the assistant is speaking and representing uh, man I want to go ahead and get into this but let me just do this the officer he's, he, he's the, at the king's leaning on answers the man of God and says this look if the Lord would make windows in heaven could this thing be? And he said, in fact, you shall see it with your eyes, but you shall not eat of it. Turn to your neighbor, tell them, don't be a seer, 
and not a beer. Come on, somebody. Don't see it and, and miss it. See, you can still see it and miss it. But I don't want to just see something. I want to be a part of something. Hallelujah. Somebody, just let's go to the Lord in prayer. I thank you, Lord, for your word. I thank you, God, for your spirit. I thank you for these children, God, that have prepared the way and set the tone of this service. And Lord, I just pray that you would be with us the rest of this service day. Speak to us. Speak through us. Lord, let your hands be uh, tangible in this place, God. Uh, let them, Lord, I pray that, that, uh, that we would experience your presence, Lord, that, you, uh, that, that your presence would be known, not just by the hearing of your word, but God, that it would be experienced by the manifestation of your word. Lord, that there would be a revealing of what's being released right now. And we give you all of the glory and all the praise in advance. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated in the mighty 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 presence of our lord and savior jesus christ i love this church number one i love being in this house i love being a part of this house because it's always uh peculiar and, and that's the way god works you know we try to calculate him but you can't calculate a creator you can't try to calculate how he's going to design it, how he's going to do it. Uh, but why? Because he's creative. Every time he speaks, he's creating. And how many knows that he's the same, but it might look different to you? His, his truths are established, but sometimes in order for us to get the truth, we have to understand that he might come to us in a new creation, in a new way. Uh, and the Bible even says that he makes all things new so it's not going to be old it's always going to be new something springing forth shall we not know it and why do i set it up that way because revelation can bring new concepts and new things to our mindset that we not had we have not yet seen be revealed to our spirit and we can hear the same scripture verse time and time again and it mean one thing but then there comes a time where the creator ignites something on the inside of us and we see it in a whole new different realm and way that God can do it outside of my thought process. And so there's, there's I, I didn't even know what I was going to title this, but I want to call it light and sound. I want to call it light and sound and it really doesn't make too much sense, but although that we understand that light stimulates sight and makes vision possible. Light stimulates sight and makes vision possible without light there can be no vision the bible says without vision the people perish and so without light we will never see without sound we will never hear if i don't hear it i will never see it so there's something about his voice and what he is saying that we first have to hear the vibrations of what he is releasing and, and, and how many knows that sound is a vibration first, that it comes to the ear of a person or an individual, and then it becomes a sound. But I want you to understand that even in the same service where God can be blessing so many people, it will either be a sound or noise. Come on, somebody. How many knows that his supernatural sound can be a sound to your ears, but it can be a noise to your enemy's ears? 
And today, I want you to understand that, that, that maybe if you're hearing noise, which means uh, it's not pleasant to your ears when the truth is being released, it might be that you're on the wrong side. Come on, somebody. Is it pleasant or is it unpleasant? Come on. Is it sound? Is it the sound or is it the noise? Because depending where we are in him is how we're going to receive his word. His word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. But the Bible clearly states to you and I that if I'm not walking in his spirit, I will not understand his sound. And if I do not understand his sound, I will never see what he's trying to get me to see. So without hearing the sound, I will call it noise. I will call it nonsense. But if I can hear the sound, he's about to show me things that I have never seen before. Because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And faith is the revealing, the substance of the things that I cannot see and the evidence of things that I have not yet seen. But it, when I handled the word, I began to see the word. That's why Pastor Amanda is saying, can you handle the word? We're good at handling our situation. We're good at carrying it. We're good, and we can handle our situation so long, and we can talk about that so long that that sound becomes what we want to hear in the rhythm of our life. But I want you to understand that God has a word that's greater than the sound of your circumstance. God has a word for you. And this is so powerful because he says something that is almost absolutely impossible in their situation. The king officer doubted the prophecy. Have you ever had something prophesied over your life? Not one time, not two times, but you had perpetually heard the same thing, but you've not yet stepped into what God has said about you. And we see here that the king's officer doubted the prophecy, uh, and it was really a, a, a faulty uh, premises that that he was base, basing this on. He knew uh, he knew God could do it. He just was he was saying, "I'm going I'm going to doubt this ability. I'm going to doubt the power of God in this moment because if God was going to do it, this is in essence what he was saying. He has to open up the heavens and he has to drop down food from the sky for the hungry and the besieged city of Samaria." Here's the, here's the deal and here's the facts, ladies and gentlemen. What is the enemy after the most? He's after your belief. I say it so many times up here. He wants you to doubt and question God's infallible, unadulterated word going forth. He wants you to doubt God's word and he wants to weaken your faith. He wants to doubt God's he wants you to doubt God's word and he wants you to be weak in your faith and he desires you to doubt. He desires because if I doubt then fear creeps in. If I doubt, then I'm going to worry about it. If I doubt, then all of a sudden I'm going to distrust. And we distrust people, but the enemy uses that distrust uh, ultimately so that if we distrust in individuals, now we're looking to God in distrust and dissatisfaction because we are listening to a sound. Come on, somebody. We are listening to something in our spirit that is not being released by the Holy Spirit. 
And we see that the desire of the enemy is being effective in the day and hour that we're living in because there's a lot of information, but we got to hear his revelation. The worry and the distraction and the distrust is only coming and the skepticism is only coming when you begin to open up what you are thinking. When you begin to think something, it may be okay as long as you're thinking it. But when you begin to release what you're thinking, all of a sudden you're putting it out in the atmosphere. And the officer in our story doubted the power of God. He doubted the creativity of God because he thought he has to do it the same way he has to drop food down from above he has to he the, this city that's surrounded and there's a hostile uh, besieging army that has captured and there's a surrounding that has surrounded the city and they're uh, and they're hungry but he doubted that God would bring the provision he doubted that God could feed them another way he had to do it only one way and how often does our faith break down because we don't see God doing it the way we've seen him do it before. So many times God works something out for us and but just because this situation, the outcome doesn't look like the last situation, we're doubting God and saying that it's not him and there's no way he can do it another way and all of a sudden you're missing out on everything that God is trying to get to you because you're looking at God to do it the same way. Although he's the same yesterday, today, and forever, I come to tell you that he can get whatever he wants, when he wants to do it, however he wants to do it, and even if it appears late, it's still on his time. Come on, somebody. Even if it appears late, how many's got some stuff you've been waiting on and you just know that the word of the Lord is for you today and you would say, you know what, it sounds pretty nice that in 24 hours something is about to turn around. Come on. That in 24 hours God is about to do what they said he could not do. That in 24 hours the haters are about to be my elevator. That in 24 hours that the enemy's sound cannot, cannot even is not even worthy to be con compared to the voice of God that has perpetually been going on and going forth in my life and he may not do it like he did last year but this year I promise you if he did it then he's about to do it again come on somebody take 30 seconds and give God a sound of praise because there's something in this place that's getting ready to break I believe that there's a sound that's getting ready to break some barriers I believe that there's a sound that's getting I'm not talking even about the sound of your praise I'm talking about the, the assurance of his word that his word will never wither his word will never go away your worries may come and come and come to haunt you but I come to tell you if you'll stand on his word it doesn't mean that there's not a storm it doesn't mean that you're not feeling the pain it doesn't mean that you're not feeling what's being thrown at you but I wish I had somebody that would understand that if I handle his word I'm about to handle my enemies come on if I can handle his word let me put it right God is about to handle some enemies God is about to run some devils out of your territory God is about to run some demonic forces out of your come on somebody out of your family's life out of your marriage out of your finances and some of you have been fighting some stuff that's already been fixed you just gotta handle the right thing I'm stuck on that because God sometimes moves in unexpected ways. 
in unusual ways. He's a mysterious God. He's not going to do something sometimes. He may do it the same way. He may do it with the laying hands on and, and, and cancer being cast out of the body, but he may do it a, another way, and it may look like it is impossible and that there's no way out of your situation, but then all of the sudden, right on time. Aha! Whew. You see, the enemy wants you to think that the promise that you've been holding on to in this hour is too difficult to be fulfilled. He wants you to think that, that way to keep you in a state of unbelief and a state of questioning the Word of God. You see, the enemy actually knows the power of God's Word. It, but he knew also that if I can manipulate the mindset, did God really say? He just wants you to question truth. You can stand in truth, but are you questioning the truth that you're standing? And we see that all of the sudden now, it, oh, this too soon, it's too sudden, this time tomorrow. Yeah, there's no way God can work it out that way. There's no way he can accomplish it. God can only do it like this. He did it like that for my grandmother, and he did it this way for my daddy. Sure enough, there's no way he could do it another way. He, he, he's, he, 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 he won't have, an, uh, we won't have enough. He may do it, but it's not going to be a, it's not going to be enough to see the promise through. The enemy tries to work on the truth did God really say what you thought he said he's going to do everything that he can to be just like this king's officer so that we would see in this place not the we could see the fulfillment but that we would not step into the fullness of the fulfillment that we're seeing here's what I want to tell you the only difference between them and him was that they stayed quiet and he began to say it Turn and tell your neighbor, don't miss it because of your mouth. Oh, y'all know I'm saying all this in love. I'm just trying to help somebody. Don't miss it because of your mouth. You can be on the fringe and you can hear everything that's going on and everybody else is stepping over the line. Everybody else is stepping into their healing. Everybody else is stepping into the 24-hour miracle. But this one's going to see it. He's never going to step into it. Why? Because they thought it. He said it. Come on, somebody. I want you to know it's okay to have a worry thought. It's okay to have a mindset that's discouraged. It's okay to even sometimes that the spirit of discouragement and depression will try to get into you. Oh, but don't you ever let it out of you. Don't you ever let it out into the atmosphere because whatever you speak, you bring life to it. Why? Because he created you in his image and I come to tell you, if he can create a world, when you open up your mouth because you're created in his image and ultimately he lives on the inside of you with his authority, whatever you begin to say is what you will be. I wish I had somebody that understands that that mountain is in front of you but he said if you'll speak to the mountain to be cast into the depths of the sea never to be remembered again he said you can speak to it and it has to obey your voice why because it's not your voice it's the authority of him coming out of you somebody right now take 30 seconds and I wish you would praise God because he gave you the opportunity to speak his word come on you have a weapon it's called his word you have a weapon it's called his word you have a weapon it's called his word well hallelujah even though the king 
blame the Lord for the calamity. It's easy for us to blame God when we can't see it. It's easy for us to blame God when we feel a certain way. And this is what is happening. The king is now pushing blame on God. But aren't you thankful for grace? <laughs> Even when you don't deserve it? Whew. I see it in this. The king deserved what he should have gotten. Blaming God. But he, God gave him grace. You say, how do, how do you know that? Because he gave him a word. Sometimes grace will look like a word. How many knows that grace, one word from God, changed you? When it went forth, it changed you. How many knows the gospel changes you, the good news? It may require a stretching and it may require a reaching, but it's the word that's going to change you. It's the word that's going to take you from one place to another. It's the word that's going to bring the fulfillment of the promise. When it becomes difficult to see the pattern, you're going to know that the word is going to do something even when the patterns don't look like the promise, don't look like the way God used to do it. I come to tell you, he's about to do a brand new thing for you. He's about to, oh, it's going to look so different than it did before. Why? Because he wants you to know beyond a shadow of a doubt, no man will get the glory for this path that I have set before you. This is a different pattern. This is a different way. And it may require your faith and it may require stretching and it may require uh, reaching. But when he is speaking to a people who have been hit so hard, I, I don't know if I'm talking to anybody, but if you've been hit hard, whether that be physical, whether that be financial, some of you have not had the breath knocked out of you and it's been hard to regain it it's been hard to it, there's still a reeling of the of the blow that, that 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 the enemy has thrown your way it's been hard to even get a smile back on your face because of the season that you have been in and, and you think your best is over and you think the glory days are gone and you think this is just how it's going to play out but I come with a word today I come with a word to tell you that if you will listen to the voice of Almighty God that your best is not now your best is not uh, in your past I want you to understand your best is yet to come and if all hell is breaking loose in your life that is the very assurance of the assurance that you've not yet tapped into the fulfillment of promise I read a song long time ago that said uh, that the, there are days I feel the enemy surround me that if I would breathe he would come and devour me but it's in that moment where you feel the breath of the enemy on your neck where you feel the lion's breath on your neck where you feel feel the lion spirit lying all over you. I want you to know this, that, the, uh, that when you feel the breath of the enemy and you want to go and run and hide and you want to tuck your tail and get in a cave in a corner, no prophetic man and woman of God, don't you dare be intimidated by that spirit. Don't you dare. This is not a time to, to uh, this is not a time to cower down. This is not a time to run in a cave, somebody. This is not a time uh, to be uh, to, to allow the enemy to to get the best hand I come to tell you I don't care how awesome he is with his tactics and his schemes and his tricks he may be good at what he does oh but my God is greater 
Come on, somebody. He may be pretty good in this fight, and he knows how to get you best. Oh, but God is greater than every need in this place. God is bigger than in every circumstance. And when the enemy is breathing on you, that song goes on to say, oh, I just speak the name. And when I begin to speak the name, there's healing in the name of Jesus. Come on. When I begin to say the name of Jesus, there's power in the name of Jesus. There's peace in the name of Jesus. There's deliverance in the name of Jesus. Come on, somebody. His authority is when you begin to release the name. And somebody may say, I don't really have a word at this time. Oh, but you carry the name. So if you've got the name, all you have to do is begin to release into the atmosphere what you carry. And I promise you, if you don't even have anything else but the name, if you'll speak the name, I promise you, cancer is going to be uprooted from your body. Just begin to whisper the name. Speak the name say the name I promise you if you'll speak the name over your circumstance you just watch everything is about to turn around everything's about to change it's the name the the word is his name he's flesh and he dwelt among us and we beheld his glory there are multitudes of people hurting emotionally spiritually financially and I'm not speaking this word so optimistically to patronize or minimize pain. Uh, that's, that's not what this is. But I came to be a light. And I came to release his sound. You say, what do you mean? A light is a signal in the dark. I may not get to it if I don't see it. In the dark, without the light, I cannot see where I'm going. It's just like a, a ship on a sea. The lighthouse is the beacon, and it's the, the directive that you may not see in front of you, but here's where I'm trying to get you to come. So I want you to understand that, that God is wanting to release a light in a dark place this morning. He wants to be that lighthouse in the storm. And, the, and all it's saying is that you're not, uh, you're not, it's, it, it's, it's not saying that, 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 that they're not in a storm, you're not in pain, you're not in one thing or the other, you don't feel the effects of whatever it is that you're going through, but it is saying this right here, this light that's blinking, this sound that's going forth is saying this loud and clear this morning, all through the morning, don't you dare quit. Don't you dare give up. The old timers used to say it, and I like pulling from some old stuff sometimes. You've come too far. Oh, man. I said you've come too far to let him win now. Come on. You've come too far to disbelieve now. You've come, you've seen way too much to allow doubt to be your guide. Come on. You've come too far to allow the enemy to play with your mind and manipulate your footsteps. Turn to your neighbor and say, don't quit. Come on. Slap them high five because we've been here for a minute and tell them keep fighting. Don't quit fighting. Don't quit hoping. Don't quit dreaming. Uh, don't, don't give up on feelings of your dreams and destiny and don't, 
bowed down to the feeling of hopelessness and despair. Listen, I'm not denying the storm, but I promise you his sound is greater than the storm that you are in right now. I'm not pretending it doesn't exist, but I come to tell you his light is revealing the plans and the tricks and the schemes of the enemy. You can make it. Weeping may have endured for the night, but joy is coming in 24 hours. Come on. Weeping may endure for the nighttime, but how many can believe that there's a suddenly on the way and that when God may wait for a season and there's all through scripture, you will see him waiting, but then all of a sudden there's a suddenly. I just wonder if there's anybody that's been in the waiting for a miracle. And if that's you, I want you to get excited about it right now. And I want you to, to, to stand in faith, even on your feet and say, you know what? I've been waiting for this sound. I've been waiting for this light. I've been waiting for his word to come forth in my life. If that is you, I want you because he's releasing his sound, because he's releasing his word, because he is shining his light. I want you now to release your light and I want you now to release your sound because when you connect your sound to his sound, it begins to be noise into the enemy's territory. There's something that's getting ready to happen in the sound of his word and the sound of his praisers. Is there anybody that understands that the walls fall when you begin to agree with the word of God and you agree so as much that it gets into your emotion it gets into your hands it gets into your feet oh hallelujah the Bible said that he is a God that will get into your actions he is a God that will get into your hands he's a God that will get into your feet you say how do you know that he got into Abram's feet even when he didn't know where to go he left all else why because God got into his feet is there anybody right now that would say it may not look like promise it may look like I'm going to die it may look like it's over matter of fact these people even turn to cannibalism that's how bad their situation is but if God can change that I come to tell you he come to change you he come to change your situation he come to change your circumstance and my serve a God that it can be one way at midnight and it can be another way when I wake up in the morning I wish I had somebody that would hear the word of the Lord that I know all hell has broken loose in your life and over your family but I come to serve notice on the enemy I may not be nothing oh but what I carry has the authority of his blood has the authority of his word has the authority of his name if that's you in this place and you know you're labeled and the world cannot take it away from you somebody open up your mouth and bless the matchless name of Jesus Come on, somebody praise him real good. Come on, come on, praise him. The wicked plots are being destroyed through your praise right now. All hell stacked against you, but through your praise, through a sound, it's noise to the enemy. It's a disruption to the enemy. The enemy's about to regret the day he ever touched your ministry. The enemy's about to regret the day he ever touched your children. The enemy's about to regret the day that he came after my family. I'm going to tell you right now, I don't care how many witches can hear me. Jesus is greater than every hex, every spell, every word curse. Go ahead and curse me, but you can't curse what God's blessed. Somebody give him praise if you know that you're blessed with him. Somebody pray in the Holy Ghost for a minute. 
I don't say it arrogantly, I say it powerfully. And I can back it up with scripture because when I'm standing on him, the winds can blow and the rain can fall and the big bad wolf can go ahead and huff and puff all you want to. But he's greater than your wind. He's greater than your nonsense. Your nonsense is noise to me. I hear a sound over the storm. I hear a sound over the sickness. I hear a sound over all the voices that's trying to cap me up, that's trying to imprison my destiny. Somebody give God praise because I feel a key of David that's about to unlock rims of your majesty. Somebody praise him like you know what I'm saying. It's not a time to pancake. Your family's life is at stake and it's all conditioned on what sound are you going to hear? Don't you dare allow your thoughts to be greater than his sound. Pull down every stronghold, every high thing that would exalt itself against the knowledge of God. I wish you'd tell your thought. You may have tried, but the truth just set me free. Somebody give him praise if you're tied to truth. Somebody give him praise if you're trained by truth. Somebody give him praise. Come on. They may be eating each other up because of the situation that they're in. Go ahead and let them gossip. I hear the gospel. I don't hear the noise. I don't hear the gospel. I hear the gospel. I hear the truth. And the truth is about to set me free. Matter of fact, I can feel it in my hands. I can feel it in my feet. I feel it all over me. Somebody cut free right now. Because who the sun stamps free is free. Is free. Is I wish somebody would act like you're free in this place. It's his sound. It's his light. It's his sound that reveals your truth. That reveals his truth. That reveals his promise. It's your sound that determines his promise. It's his sound that reveals his promise. It's your sound that determines his promise. Oh, hallelujah. You say, what are you talking about? You see, they all thought it. They all thought, how is God going to do this? They all had it in their mindset. Do you know God? What kind of situation that we're in? Everybody eating everybody. Anybody know what I'm saying in this place? Just here between the lines, and I really don't care because you can go ahead and eat on one another. 
but the word can, t- can transition every eater spirit. The word can transition the spirit of cannibalism trying to eat everybody up in the church. I come against that spirit of cannibalism and I say, I can't even say it, but I'm going to say it. That cannibalism spirit, that eater spirit that wants to eat up the promise of God, that wants to eat up the purpose of God. We serve notice on you that his mind and his word is greater than your thoughts. Ha 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 ha. Is greater than your plan. Is greater than your tactic. Is greater than your attack. Somebody just give God praise for his word that is his anointing. And his anointing right now is not just breaking a thing. Oh, but it's annihilating. His anointing is an annihilating cannibalism spirit. His anointing right now is destroying what's trying to destroy the body. It's internal. Sometimes you're eating your own self up inside. But I come to tell you tonight, today, and tomorrow that weeping may endure for the night. But joy is coming in the morning. I said joy is coming in the morning. Give it 24 hours. Give it 24 hours. The page is about to turn. One chapter is about to be over. Open up your mouth if you have faith enough to believe that God is not only faithful today, but he's able. He's able. He's able. I said he's able. I said he's able. I said he's able. He's able. His blood is more powerful than the blood of Abel. God is able. 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 Somebody take 30 seconds and bless the name of the one. Slap somebody high five, tell them God did it. God did it, God did it. Uh The enemy tried this, but God did that. The enemy tried this, but God did it. Slap your neighbor high five, full of faith. Don't be intimidated by this moment of the anointing. You need to get in on this word. The only one that blocks the authority is when we doubt it. But I'm telling somebody, stop pouting and doubting and stop looking at the enemy with some timid, limp-riff spirit. I come over the hill and through the woods and I've endured some stuff. But I want you to know there's been some limbs that got in the way of my vision, that got in the way and it hurt and it cut. But I come to tell you, long as I got King Jesus, long as I got King Jesus, let him lie on me, let him cheat, let him talk about, let him mistreat. But as long as I got Jesus, I can lose my house, I can lose my shoes, I can lose my name, but as long as I got King Jesus, I don't need the house, I don't need the shoes, I don't need the 
name as long as I got King Jesus because I'm not looking to this place. I'm trying to get to the next place. As long as I got King Jesus, slap your neighbor high five and say, I got him. 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 He has me and I got him. He's got my family and I have him. He's got my children and I have him. He's got my finances and I have him. He's got my tomorrow and I have him. If you got him, somebody put your hands together while I get a breath and give him your best praise right now. Come on, lift your hands toward heaven. Don't let one thought get in the way of his truth right now. Not one thought. Come on, prayer warriors, start praying. Yes, Jesus. See, we're looking for him to open up the heavens. Sometimes... It doesn't come by way of the heavens opening up. Sometimes it comes through outcasts that are sitting outside the promise. And it looks like death to them. In other words, all hope is lost. In other words, at this point, what do I have to lose? The Bible says that there were four which is very significant that it was four lepers because the lepers were the outcasts. They were the untouchable. (laughs) Isn't it amazing that when he can't get to the church, he'll get to the untouchable to change a season? Isn't it amazing that when one person doubts it, the other person surrenders to it? And the one that surrendered is the one that has the most at stake. But he understood and he judged it correctly. He saw the situation. He, and what I'm saying is that these four lepers were sitting outside the gate. And one of them looked over the others and said, if I sit here, I'm gonna die anyway. If we make it through, we'll be the last ones that they feed. Because I'm an untouchable. He said, you know what? Rather than sit here and die, I'm going to die trying to get in. How many would rather die trying than to die sitting? Oh, I wish I had a praiser. I don't know about you, but I'm going to die trying. 
I'm going to die trying while they laugh at me. Come on. I'm going to die trying. I'm going to die trying. I'm going to die moving. Come on. I may be unclean now to, uh, to man's perception. I may be an untouchable. Go ahead. Whatever. But what have I got to lose? Come on. What? I, just, I got a heaven to gain. I don't care what this world has to offer me. Listen, we got to get this mindset in the day and the hour that we are living in. Because if we don't, we're going to miss out. We're going to miss out. Why? Because doubt is going to make you miss out. But I'm looking for those that would say the just shall live by faith. Is there anybody that has enough faith that God can still do a miracle? Is there anybody? Oh, and when they begin to move, the four went in. And four represents that God made it. God created it. God did it. What did God do with four people? He made their steps sound like chariots. He made their steps be so thunderous. Oh, here's what I want to tell you. That your steps can be a sound of victory to you. and a sound of destruction to your enemy. Your ability and willingness to keep stepping. Don't quit. Don't lay out by the gate. Don't miss the promise. Don't, don't be like this man that said God can only do it this way. God can do it any way He wants to do it. If you believe that, just... If you can, lift your hand, surrender. If you can't, I, I'm not going to tell you to do something you can't do. But I want you to understand this. Even if there's only four, he doesn't need any more. <laughs> you ever heard just me and my four? That's enough and no more. That was these lepers. We don't need anybody else. We're just going to go into this thing. And they went in. The Bible says that they went into the tent and they ate. They went in, they ate, they got the gold, the silver, and they took it out and they hid it. And then they went into another tent and they ate and they got the gold and the silver and they hid it. But then all of a sudden their conviction started hitting their spirit and they said, man, this is too good to keep it in. This news is too good for me to hold it by myself and, and keep it all contained selfishly. We got to tell the king and the king said, why don't somebody go and see? And I'm fast forwarding this thing real fastly. Let's just go and see if it's the truth and as they went quickly I just want to tell you that as they went that even in the streets weaponry was dropped because they were so scared of the Hittites and the, and the Egyptians that they thought was coming because of four lepers who chose to get up and to make moves God created a sound out of their footsteps that was so great that the enemy took tail and got out of their territory and got out of their place and left all the spoil and they were blessed so much that they chose to hide it for a little while but then all of a sudden they said this is too good of a news for me to hold it all in myself I want everybody to be blessed for this victory I wish I had somebody in here that would give God praise because of the good news that God has given to you and you'd say well I've done it I've done it I've done it but maybe your neighbor needs your praise maybe your neighbor needs the good news maybe your neighbor needs what you have hidden what you have 
have hidden in your heart, the treasure that is in your heart in an earthly vessel. I want you to understand it's not enough for us to contain it to ourselves. But it's time, ladies and gentlemen, when you understand that he's given you it all, it's time to give it all. We kind of give it to the streets. We kind of give it to others. In this season of giving, let us not lose heart. And let us not lose faith. Let us speak his word. Lift your hands toward heaven because this is just taking a drastic turn. I want to give you the opportunity to be the lepers today. Are you going to stand on the fringe and sit and die? Or but would you rather say, I'd rather die trying than setting? Because there's tents and horses and silver and gold that, that, that are promised to me if I'll try. There's stuff in front of me if I'll try. There's stuff that God has for me if I'll try. And all of a sudden, what once was doubted, the leper's report swept away the words of the officer in the wind. They had known, tasted, and seen that the Lord was good (laughs) and his mercy endures forever. Here's what I want to tell you. I believe that your steps will be the revealer to you. Others are going to see it, but most importantly, Your steps of faith are going to reveal to you that He is a just God and that what He promises shall come to pass. If I was to tell you you're one more step away from your miracle, let's just put it that way. Would you you come? Would you come and get your breakthrough this morning? Would you be those four lepers that says, you know what, I may die, but I'm going to die stepping. I'm going to die trying. Let the rhythm of your steps be so loud that every enemy be scattered. Which means I trust my God so much that I'm going to lift him up and all my enemies are about to scatter. Are you ready? On the count of three, I want you to start coming to this altar. One, two, three. Just begin to come. Just begin to come. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, I believe God's going to shift the marketplace. Do we have enough that kind of faith like that? that he can shift the prices, that he can shift the interest rates, come on, for his people. I'm just believing it right now. He's about to do it all. Everything's about to change. It might not look like we thought it was going to look, but it's going to look just the way he planned it and purposed it. It's going to happen. Somebody say, the word of the Lord is about to turn it. Come on, the word of the Lord is about to work all things together (laughs) for the good of them that love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. Now, I want, uh, Jeremy, what, Jeremy? I thought you were Jeremy. Oh, you are Jeremy. Uh, Here. I want you to lay hands on the first two that's up here. Actually, the first four that came forward. Just these four that's closest. And we're going to represent the whole body. But here's what we're going to do. I want you to lay hands on them. And I need two more people intercessors Brian and Crystal come up here in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus I want you to lay hands on these two right here 
And as they're laying hands on these two, I just heard the Lord say, tomorrow things are about to change. Come on, somebody. I'm talking about it can be at 24 hours. It can be that. But I'm not even talking about a 20. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just telling you that what God promised, it may not be 24 hours, but tomorrow things are about to change. There will be a turn. There will be a transition. Here's what I want you to do now. Those of you who are standing around, lay your hand on your neighbor right now, and we're going to form a body. And I want you to not passively pray, okay? This is not a time to passively pray. I want you to dig your heels in because we're going to walk into this thing. We're going to walk into this promise. We're going to see what God said we could see. We're going to see Him start working it out. So right now, just begin to pray in the Holy Ghost. Begin to pray for that person beside you. Let the Holy Spirit begin to activate. If the Spirit wills you to say something and prophesy to the person beside you, I, I, you have freedom and liberty right now. If you feel a word of wisdom and knowledge, go ahead and release that word of wisdom and knowledge. If you feel healing, go ahead and release that healing and that deliverance in the name of Jesus and we're going to give the glory to God because the best we have not stepped into yet the best is still yet to come and we're going to see it your families are going to see it your finances are going to see it your family will see it your children is going to see it I feel divine breakthrough in this room right now and as the prayer team and the praise team begin to intercede together matter of fact if you're in the prayer team and you're not up here would you just begin to lay hands on whoever the Holy Spirit tells you to lay hands on them. Just begin to agree. And if you're sitting in your seat and you can't get up, just stretch your hands this way because we are, we're meaning business today. In the name of Jesus, I'm going to release this prayer and I declare that, that, that spirit, that cannibalism spirit that just wants to eat everything away because of the circumstance, because of the situation, we declare that the, the spirit of, that comes to steal, kill, and to destroy is being destroyed destroyed in the name of Jesus in the power of his blood in the truth of his word we declare that the word is glorious and the word is powerful we declare right now that the word is the one that is able to do exceeding abundantly above anything that I can think ask or imagine we declare right now Lord that lack will be no more when we do, when we shift our mindset from the killer the stealer and the, to, the, to the one who wants to destroy we shift our thoughts now to the life that is set before us, to the abundant life, not just some life where we're just getting by. But God, I thank you for life that is overflowing. I thank you, Lord, for life that is abundant. I thank you, Lord, that you're not halfway healing me, but that you're healing me totally and completely. Cancer be gone from the heart. Cancer be gone from the lungs cancer be gone from every organ cancer cell die in the name of Jesus you're eradicated by the stripes that was taken on the back of my Savior he was wounded for my transgressions he was bruised for my iniquities the chastisement of our peace is upon him and by his stripes we are healed. Just begin to step in. As they're praying, step in. Hallelujah.